Hey y'all, welcome back to the group text. It's Brittany and it's Shannon. And Sierra is here. Hey, hey, hey. So we're just going to continue our conversation from our previous episode. So if you did not listen to that, pause this and rewind and go back. But um, so adding on to our other conversation, we were discussing being an independent woman. Um, we kind of wrapped that conversation up talking about how we wanted a man's man and what being a man looked like to us and what we mm-hmm. desired. So with this part of the conversation, I want to talk about maybe you can maybe share your personal experiences with being an independent woman in dating or what are the stereotypes of being an independent woman in dating or like the pros and cons. Because there was, again, another video talking about how an independent woman um, doesn't need a man or, or she acts like she doesn't need a man, but she desires a man. And again, going back to, uh, Reverend TD Jake's video, how a man has to feel needed. So we did kind of touch the base on, you know, what we wanted from a man, but Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts or experiences with that? Um, I will say that I know they say, you know, women, we don't, we don't need them. We want the men and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. honey. I need a man. I need a man here. Change my battery right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you know what's really funny about this? Uh, the beeping. Mm-hmm. It doesn't usually start to like around 730. Why is that? That's I odd. don't know. It does it all night. It stops in the morning. Mm-hmm. I go to work. When I come home, it's decent. And then now it just, it wasn't doing it the whole time. But anyways, so... I do think that men and women need each other as much as we don't want it to say we do. Some people feel like, you know, I can just, you know, live my life and be happy. And yeah, but you still need the other, you need a person, whether it's in a romantic relationship or a platonic one, we do need each other in our lives for mm-hmm. many different reasons. So um, as an independent woman, the independent woman that I am, um, I feel that not so much my independence is what hinders me in dating. I think it's just my age and the fact that you may look at me and say, oh, well, she's over 30 and she's got all this going on. I'm sure she's going to want to get married and have kids within a year or two. I think that hinders me more than the fact that, hey, she's got her stuff together. She's got a, a job and a house and a car and a, you know, a nice family. Like, I don't think I don't even think that's like the first thing. I think the first thing that hits them is, dang, she gonna be wanting to move kind of like to well, the serious those, note. Are those, assumptions, mm-hmm. are those assumptions true or no? Um, no, no, they're not. They're not true in the fact that I'm going to pressure anybody within mm-hmm. a year to get married and have kids. Do I want to get married and have kids? Yes. My last engagement, did I ever tell him like, you need to propose at a certain time or, you know, we've been together for this many years. Let's, let's, where my ring at like no that's not the case with me I can be extremely patient and I don't it doesn't even have to go straight to marriage like if we're happy together there's no need for us to rush it into like okay let's go get married right now because society says at two years you need to go get married like but then at the same time I've been through a broken engagement I've been through other relationships and I've been through um, premarital counseling I feel like I may meet somebody and know within a certain amount of time, like two months in, like, yep, that's him. Oh, you want to get married? All right, then four months in, we're married. Like, I don't see any problem with that either, either way. Mm-mm. No, I 
agree. Um, I will say me having a failed marriage, so going through a divorce has made, as much as I want marriage again, and as much as I would like to have more children, it's made me, I think, a lot more hesitant to get, to jump into marriage. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I don't want it, but I definitely wouldn't be one of those that, I probably would be one of those, even if I felt it in six months, I probably still wouldn't go for it. Just because now it makes me very hesitant. I don't want another failed one. So I definitely want to take my time and really make sure. I know you can never 100% know that it's Mm -hmm. the right person, but I want to be about 90% sure that it's the (laughs) right person before I do it this time. Or let me say this, because a particular guy that I have been dating for a while, one thing that we discussed was maybe not so much knowing per se that it's the right person but if you see how you interact with each other and one of those things that we pay attention to is how we communicate with each other good and bad all right so I pay attention to how we communicate and Uh good and bad times whether Mm -hmm. it's a good communication or bad communication the difficult all of that good bad ugly And the other thing is how much of a fight we put up for the relationship, because I feel like any relationship can sustain if you both fight for it. If you both want it to work, if you both put in the work and you both fight for it. So that's been more of what I've paid attention to now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. versus let me try to see if this is really the right person based off of how we connect and the personalities. And so I know that if I saw met somebody or if I was dating someone and I see that fight in them like that and we communicate fairly well, I may in six months, maybe even four months be like, yeah, this could work. But even though I might say this could work, just I still have that hesitation on let's take our time. Like I'm definitely not in a hurry. I mean, we're all in the same boat as far as our age. but still, I'm just not in a complete hurry. And I'm, I'm with Sierra. I'm not going to try to force anybody, pressure anybody to commit or get into marriage or anything like that if that's not something they're trying to do and they're not ready for it. And I feel like if they're ready for it, they're going to show and communicate that that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And that's why those conversations early on when you're dating. Now, not necessarily the first dating, com- when y'all first date, but you know, you can ask a question like, and we did talk about questions before to ask. So go back to that if you haven't listened to that. But you know, that's kind of like, well, what does a relationship look like to you? Or what is a long-term goal relationship-wise? So you can kind of see if you're on the same page with that individual or not, right. you know, if it's worth entertaining. But mm-hmm. back to like being an independent woman, I see, I see both sides. I see how some men might be turned off when a woman, I don't think it's so much as men being intimidated um, by an independent woman. I think it's, again, not what you say, but how you say it. So when a woman is saying, I don't need a man or I can do bad all by myself, that's a turnoff. Like, so then you can't, you can't even fault the man for not being interested or wanting to entertain her if that's how she's coming off, you know, versus you have your stuff together 
But, and another thing I'm hearing a lot of from these dating gurus and relationship experts and coaches, et cetera, they're telling a lot of women, don't lead with your accolades. Cause I know that's something we, I guess, we're kind of like um, the norm to do, you know, you always, one of the first things you ask people is what do they do? They say, don't do that. Don't inquire necessarily about, I mean, I know we want men who are gainfully employed. Don't get me wrong. But instead of leading with like what you do and what, you know, that you got a house or whatever you, whatever your accolades may be, I guess like they say, well, what brings you joy? Or what about your work brings you joy? Like they say, ask deep, those type of questions, I guess, to get more of a, character analysis versus just what somebody what somebody like can do for you or whatever which is good too but I like I said I can definitely see how if you come off as not needing a man then you can't exactly fault a man for not you know wanting to date you you. correct correct because you I mean you said it right there um and I do I do get sick of the question which both both men and women ask what do you bring to the table I kind of I do kind of get sick of that you know I've um, never actually had someone ask me that ever. Yeah, yeah. Like personally, like I hear it or they talk about it on a lot of podcasts and shows and mm-hmm. what do you bring to the table? I am the table. Like, no, <laughs> I, I never had, but I've never, I've had people say like, what do you do? I think that's just something in this area. It's just the the, the opener. It's like, gotcha. how's the weather? What do you do? Okay. You work for the government or you not? Like, you know what I'm saying? But I've never had anyone ask me like, what do I think I bring to the table? And I'll probably like, what do you bring to the table right I make some good food (laughs) and then earlier Sierra I think um it kind of lines with this I think you were talking about men and women needing each other that's what it was so I agree I think men and women should compliment each other so I would mm-hmm. never, I would never say, oh, I don't need a man. I'm like you, Sierra. No, I, I want one. Mm-hmm. I, I want one. <laughs> I need him to be here right now. It oh. is trash day. <laughs> so it's like, but we were just, now I know this might offend people because the first time I heard it, I felt some type of way. It was a trigger. But when I looked at it from a different lens, I, I changed my perspective. So when you hear men and women aren't equal, I know that I know that turns some people off, but we're not designed to be like the same. That's how I'm putting it. We're not designed to be the same. We were designed for different purposes and different strengths. So when you align with someone, I feel like you should align with someone not to complete you because, you know, from my own spiritual and faith, God made me whole when I was born, you know, so Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for a man to complete me. I'm looking for a man to compliment me. So I think men and women, or when you're looking for a partner or whatever, however you identify with relationships or whatever, um, you should look for someone who's going to complete, I mean, excuse me, compliment you, sorry, compliment you. So absolutely. I'm all about that. But Mm -hmm. and I, and that I will say, as far as the independent woman goes, I, I know that's been one of my challenges in dating is because not so much that I'm independent, but because I'm actually a secure woman and I'm actually happy with myself. And I, I mean, we all have flaws and different things about ourselves we don't like, but even with that, it's not where I'm not okay with myself at Mm. all. So that's been challenging in dating as well for me because they see that some guys see it as intimidating and 
they feel like they can't own up, you know, measure up to it. And Mm -hmm. what I've had to tell guys is I'm not expecting you to maybe be like me as far as how I think or how I carry myself. That's not what I'm looking for. But I do want you to be secure with yourself. Like I would, I don't, I wouldn't want a man not to love himself or not to be secure as well. I want to see that confidence as well, but I'm not going to sit here and say that you have to be matching me 100% on that Mm -hmm. level because everybody's just different in that manner. And that goes up, goes back to upbringing as well. Mm -hmm. You know, some people were brought up to be that type of confident and boost yourself, but others weren't maybe taught that or had that type of support. So that has been very challenging as well with me trying to reassure guys that I have dated that I don't look at them any differently. I'm not looking at them like they're less than something or anything just because you may not be able to walk around as confidently as I do. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't look at them that way, but they have a struggle with it. It's like their own insecurity Mm -hmm. And because it's their own insecurity, it causes the the tension and the problems with trying to date them. Yeah, I can see that. Brittany, do you have any, like for you, do you have any struggles with be, with dating as far as being an independent woman? Like personal? Mm, not really. I would say, and I'm trying, y'all know me, I can veer off topic a little bit. But I think in the past, my mistake was dating for potential in the past. Simply mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, he's a he's a good guy. You know, he just need to he's just trying to find himself. And figure, that that stage is long gone. Like, I think especially once I hit once I turn 30 and, and for some men, it's the same way, too. But it's like my my mindset was different mm-hmm. <laughs> for that. And although I'm not rushing to get to the altar, I still have to be realistic with you know, biological things and, and just what, what I desire as well. So when I started to date, cause I started like taking, I started dating more seriously, seriously again during the pandemic. Um, but basically I was, I needed, I know for myself at that time, I needed a man who had already had a sense of self and purpose. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying I was looking for an entrepreneur or a millionaire or nothing like that, but I needed a man to at least know what his purpose was you know, what, what brought him joy and fulfillment with his job, or even if it didn't bring him fulfillment, what was his goal career-wise and things like that. So I think in the past, I'm not going to say I dated down. I would never say that because everything was a learning experience and I did care or love those individuals at one time or another, Mm -hmm. but you know, I ain't for this struggle love. And again, when you're in different phases and when you're younger, I think certain things are more acceptable because y'all both kind of coming up together and finding yourselves together. So it's a little different. But now that I'm more of on my grown woman status, as you say, mm-hmm. we can say it's just certain things I'm not going to deal with. And I'm and I'm sorry. And I understand everybody has a different journey and that's fine. But I'm not about to entertain a man that doesn't know like his purpose or sense of self because that that did me no, that didn't do me well. Um, that might be shifting from the topic, but I know as an independent woman, somebody who did for the most part, you know, by, by, by the book, if you will, had my stuff together and my perfect, no, far from it. But you know, the traditional sense I have my stuff together, 
So I wanted a man who at least had a sense of self and purpose. Mm-hmm. So that was my personal experience with it. Okay. Okay. It seems like we all have different ideas of how ind- being independent has impacted our love life relationships with the men's men's and them's um (laughs) but since we talked about that and being independent and you know being your own woman and doing Mm -hmm. how doing how you want to do and feeling how you want to feel i have to get something off my chest go ahead girl (laughs) so this (laughs) past weekend uh saturday I went to this hip new rooftop bar in a very classy area of Montgomery County, Maryland. Okay. A brand new hotel just opened up and they have this swanky little bar at the top, expensive. Uh, It's really a cocktail bar. So Mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of food. It's like tapas, maybe. Not Not even that. Not even that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. they they, They did have some, they had wings, hummus, um, crab dip and one other thing that was it okay none more none less i was like dang okay i should have ate before i came because you could <laughs> you know top of you could get a bunch of them and be able to fill up and i can't eat chicken and i got the crab dip but anyway this is a very nice hotel in montgomery county for those of you guys who don't know montgomery county is where the money resides where the money resides <laughs> okay so um this area this city specifically um it's well off so I'm sitting in the lobby waiting to go upstairs to the rooftop. We had to wait because they were to capacity at six o'clock when we got there. Um, and I see these ladies highly melanated. I was like, okay, my sisters. However, what they had on was something that you would more so see at a at the Freaknik. Like these were, <laughs> they got it off. I hate to say they probably bought it at Rainbow. Um, it was like one of those type of outfits where it's just like, it was tacky, bright colored, super tight. The shorts literally looked like boy shorts. Like they were sucked to their bodies and was, cheeks weren't falling out because they were thin. However, they were tight. And I was just like, can't we go places and have some some type of like pride about ourselves and dress for the occasion, dress for the location? Like, why are we out here looking like we about to go swimming or you know what i'm saying like we about to be at the greek picnic like why with no clothes on so um i just had to get it off my chest because I, I was almost embarrassed a little bit for them like you couldn't even get classy a little bit now were these if you had to give like the age estimate because i i'm about to say because you know you know black don't crack if you do the right thing you know um what do you think I think that they were either, they were probably in their late, late twenties, early thirties. Okay. Cause I was, tr- I was going to try to give them a pass and just chalk it up to youthfulness. No, they weren't, they weren't like um, Real young girls. No, young they ladies. weren't like how ho- they were past college age. Okay. Gotcha. From what I, you know, black don't crack. So it's really hard to tell, but right. I really do believe that they were older. They may have been like 20, 27, 28, 29 ish. Okay. And it's a new place. So they're like, oh yeah, we gonna go girl. We about to be out here. And, mm-hmm. and then just what they didn't dress for the occasion. And sometimes, you know, I hate to say that, say it, but it does embarrass me when I'm like, hey, I can't 
Like, how come out the house like that? Somebody, none of your friends was gonna tell you about yourself. So the demographic was primarily um for the the whole, I guess, venue was primarily uh was it okay? It was a mixed crowd. Okay. Um it was probably about 50-50. Mm-hmm. The ones that were Caucasian were older by okay. far. Um probably like in their low their high 40s low 50s and then the ones that were more melanated melanated were in our probably our 30s and our 40s a little bit younger okay i don't know girl you know but you know we're also in this in this era now where we can't say nothing to nobody you know or any little thing you say causes offense and then it's this whole thing. So, but I don't know. Cause you know, now, but they're also in this era where everybody feels like they can do whatever they want without repercussion or consequent, you know, without whatever, or they just doing them. That's, that's the era we're in. I'm just doing me. I'm a, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. So like, what are your thoughts? Like, I'm sure you guys have been somewhere before where you've seen someone who wasn't dressed for the situation, for the occasion, for the event, like, what are your your thoughts? Is it something that you just overlook? Is it something that you're like, yo? You know? Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. I probably do make note of it. Like, I look or my friend will look at me. You know, we make, like, we we acknowledge it. But then, you know, they ain't part of our party. So it's like, I ain't affiliated with them. So, But sometimes right. they look at them like they represent us all. You can look at a group That's of people true. and be like, oh, see, I told them there goes those people. Like, you know, they... Yeah. They I, will I, group I, people into one thing. I yeah. I get embarrassed. Um, I, I I get really embarrassed, and what bothers me is society has put enough stereotypes on different groups of people that mm-hmm. my mindset sometimes is like, why are we giving them confirmation on what they think? right they already Mm -hmm. think certain things why are we feeding into that you know so that's my thought process sometimes so I I I get embarrassed and especially if they're like a younger group sometimes I feel like well they just they need some guidance and I mean I wish they had it I don't know them but you know it's like they need some guidance they need somebody to show them that you don't have to dress that way or you don't have to behave that way um we can rise above all of that so yes I I do I really do get embarrassed um and prime example Sierra when we were out mm-hmm. and you know the young lady had had too much to drink and her whole body was out you know oh, yeah um the whole and I'm entire si- lower her half. whole entire bottom half is out to the street and we're like cover her up cover her up everything is you know and we're thinking that but then there's other people just acting like it was nothing and I was so just I I felt so bad for her because Mm. she was so intoxicated I don't believe she even knew it was happening she definitely didn't (laughs) but at the same time this goes back to the group of friends though I was like what kind of group of friends are with her that aren't trying to cover her up or Cause had it been one of my friends, first of all, I don't think they would have allowed that to go down like that. But Mm -hmm. if it was one of my friends, I would have been trying to cover them up or, Mm -hmm. or block it or just something. But, and it, it made me uneasy. Like it made me so uncomfortable because 
even though I, she's a stranger to me as a woman, I wouldn't want her to just be out there like that. I mean, so many people, you got some messed up mind individuals, like mm-hmm. mentally they're messed up. And that could have been a perfect opportunity for somebody to try to take advantage of her. And that I just, I don't like stuff like that. And granted, we should have a right to come out of the house certain ways without anybody bothering us but that's not reality right and so the reality of it is in those situations I think about that too I think about well that's how you're dressed did you think about some per se consequences you may get from that like you're you may get somebody that has a reaction to how you're dressed Mm -hmm. that you may not like Mm -hmm. but had you dressed a different way maybe you wouldn't have received that type of response or reaction so that's how I think about things. But yes, I do. I do get embarrassed and I feel bad. And I have in the past, especially if I can tell it's a younger group, um, like teenagers, I have spoken up and said things to certain teenagers to, and not in a bad way, but I would say something like, you're so beautiful. There's no reason that you have to do this you know, you're beautiful, respect yourself. There's no reason that you have to expose yourself like that. And a lot of them are appreciative. They're like, oh, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. Because they, some of them just don't have anybody to give them that. You a good one, because I ain't even going to lie. These teenagers scare me, okay? I do Uh, not. I work with them all day. (laughs) I don't, I mean. They are different now. Like, Yeah, they they they, different. And I'm, I'm specifically talking about the ones in Baltimore. Cause I don't really see oh, teenagers well, around here, yeah, but like when you that, see them, you like, different group. <laughs> let me go ahead. I'm going to cross the street. <laughs> like <laughs> no eye contact. Like not nah. like in my neighborhood. If I, I don't even, I see some kids every now and then like whatever the school bus actually lets off right outside my house. Um, but I'm talking about like when I'm, if I were to go to Baltimore, I wouldn't say nothing to them. If I were to go to DC, it's possibility. But groups, groups of teenagers, regardless of their color, they scare me because they are so unpredictable. That's These true. kids, people are unpredictable. Honestly, <laughs> people yeah. nowadays, you can't even little things you used to be able to like. Excuse me, sir, can you turn down your music? Like people just flip out. You can't even look people a certain way at the at the um at the traffic light. They want to shoot. No, you know exactly. Like, it, the times the times the times we're in absolutely like it even when even thinking about neighbors you know Mm -hmm. there used to be a time that you would kind of know your neighbors and it was okay that we would watch out for each other as Sierra still does surely do (laughs) surely do she in Mr. Rogers neighborhood these are the times as well where you can't even try to be nice to your neighbors yeah because I have a neighbor right next to me and I think she's been living here as long as me and I just saw her for the first time like a couple (laughs) weeks ago and me just now seeing her for the first time when I was walking out she was walking out and I was like oh hey how are you and she looked at me and kept right on going and I said oh well okay clearly you're not approachable but it's just yeah and and that's sad that is the type of times we're in now you know people want to be mean and and they are mean and mental different 
disability disabilities and things it's just it's yeah and i'm I sitting here like i'm just trying to be friendly but she looked i mean and i get it because maybe her thought process was the same thing maybe she was like i don't know what you're about i'm not about to mm-hmm. speak to you or yeah. who knows yeah my neighborhood everybody for the most part keeps to themselves like when i see my next door neighbors on i speak i do have one side that's more friendly than the other um I, i've shared i'm pretty sure I've, I've already said this before on the podcast but one neighbor is a sister girl she's very aloof i tried to befriend her because at the time mm-hmm. i'm like one single one one single black woman to another we could have bonded you know looked out for each other but she wasn't on that on that on that mm-hmm. that um plane i guess she, she wasn't trying to fool with me and that's you know that's her derogative um a prerogative prerogative. <laughs> 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 anyway and meanwhile my other neighbors they're married now but at the time they were i think just engaged you know caucasian but they're quite friendly especially mm. the husband always speaks so you know <laughs> i just had a side note sorry go ahead are you finished yeah. i just had a side note now that you just said that but i was talking to one of my friends this past weekend <laughs> and we were being silly with each other because we had gone to this restaurant and it was like a mixture of Mm -hmm. nationalities and races in there but like it was uh, quite a few tables of blacks quite a few tables of whites and there was quite a few tables of like hispanics and because it was a a, was it friday because it was a friday you know they had like a lot of birthdays and anniversaries Mm -hmm. and stuff was going on in there and we were just sitting there laughing because the white people were the main ones that were like the friendly, you know, they were, woo, you know, and they, <laughs> and they're, they're like the ones that will be like, we'll buy you a drink. And, yep. They are quick to buy it, you a drink. They are quick. They will. So we were laughing because we were just sitting there like in this something, like in this whole restaurant, the most happy or seem to be happy were them they were up just so happy they were celebrating Woo, happy birthday and you know and it was just I mean and and I was just like this is amazing and it's just to me it's just horrible because I'm like why do we have to sit around that like we're so angry or upset all the time it but yeah it's one of those things where we were just sitting there laughing mm-hmm. because we said look at them if we had to pick Let's go over there with them, you know, and they're, they're, they're the type of people, they'll offer you a piece of cake because they had these big cakes. <laughs> Y'all want some cake, you know? <laughs> just, I'd have been right over there. Yes, please. Yeah. So I said, and thing. then we were like, now nah, our people, they wouldn't have offered us a slice at all. And mm. if we would have asked for one, would have looked at us crazy. <laughs> Lord. But it was just, it was just funny. So like stuff like that, it's just amazing how you see different dynamics of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say they are very friendly. We can be friendly, hit or miss, depends on what our mood is. But even if we're being friendly, we're not always going to be quick to want to spend our money on people we don't know. Right. Like we keep our money true. to ourselves. And um, yeah, so but huh. you'll be at the bar. They'll buy. We'll get you some drinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we only have about five more minutes left. So let's just throw out something really cool, really fun. What are some things that you enjoy, um, 
seeing to relax you and make you feel good after a long day at work? Like, what do you do? Do you watch TV? Do you read a book? Do you just nap? Sometimes a nap is necessary. What do we do? Sometimes it's a combination. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's nap and then I was watching TV at the same time, but a nap kind of got in there. Um... But one thing I really enjoy doing in particularly in particular, I'm sorry. Um I like to really just lay across my bed and listen to silence sometimes <laughs> for a, for a few minutes. Like I literally would just lay there and just hear nothing because I'm I'm hearing stuff all day. So sometimes I just want those moments of silence and in the middle of that silent time I may meditate or I may think about something positive I want to accomplish or but I try to take all the negative or stressful things out my mind at that point Mm -hmm. and just really relax and think about fun times I may even think about a fun memory at that time but that's one of the things I like to do Speaking of memories, not in this episode, but I do want us to give a memory of our first kiss to come later. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, As far as things I like to do to de-stress, naps are always good, but when I'm not like on break, I can't really nap because I'm at the school all day with the children. But um, like when you get home. Yeah, but if I'm if, if I nap when I get home, that's gonna mess up my nighttime sleeping pattern. I'm gonna be up. Mm. But when I get home, it's usually like, you know, I like to watch the news just to be informed. I sit there for a while. <laughs> that's I, the opposite <laughs> of relaxing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's but it's part it's part of my regimen. I, I like I mean, I'll, okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll end it with some entertainment tonight, you know, more of a like uh, you know, that's more of the what interest social type of like the pop yeah yeah but i you know i love me some tiktoks i'll do that for a while and i like watching random videos i love all like the um the organizational videos like watch me restock my fridge or my Mm. closet or Mm. whatever the laundry room Mm -hmm. you know what the videos that i do like not on tiktok but on instagram it is so satisfying is watching people get their ends trimmed like I, I, I guess I need to go because um, you can see my hair looking crazy right now. But I love watching the videos where people are getting their their ends trimmed. I'm like, oh, that looks, their hair looks so nice. And I'll just keep watching them and just keep watching them. And I used to watch the um, the pimple ones. Not, not, oh no, the blackhead removals. Yeah. Haven't done that lately. I should go back to that. But my joy comes right now with playing with my little pup as soon as I get home she jumps in my lap and she just wants to keep playing with me and keep playing with me forever and then I gotta walk her and then go outside and sweat and then come home and take a shower that's my life yeah that's why every day yeah but you should get one there are lots of fun and when I was upstairs taking a shower I'm like oh wait I came out I'm like she's not in her bed where's she at I looked down the stairs I'm like she's not in her bed downstairs where's she at this heifer on my couch I'm in the shower she on my couch I'm like, okay, you just, you too good for your beds now? But she doesn't get to lay, lay on my couch. She lays on a blanket on my couch. So she's not like fur on my couch. Um, but I thought that was like real bougie of her. Mm. Well, my partner has a dog. So that's, 
that's good enough for me because um it's like your dog if it's his dog it's your dog i mean it is but it isn't We tolerate right. We tolerate we tolerate each other, but unless I got food, he doesn't pay me any attention, which Poor is thing. fine. Because <laughs> you probably don't pay him. Anyways, you got to give him some love. And speaking of love, we love that you have been here with us for this episode. We hope yes. that you come back for the next episode. Make sure you do what, ladies? Like, subscribe, listen, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the group text podcast until next time we're out bye bye